Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Daddy Daughter Dishes. If you're if you're returning, if you're new here, welcome, 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 welcome in. Take a load off, welcome. relax. You know, Kick we're your here. Shoes off. Yeah, we're here for some unserious, funny conversation. Um, <clears throat> this is episode twenty-one. We're oh, Daddy now. Daughter Dishes. We are legal. We are legal. We can vote. We're getting on up there. We can drink. We can gamble. We can do a lot at 21. Legally. 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 Because probably been like most of our listeners, we probably was doing all that stuff, maybe except voting. Well, we was voting before before 21. Definitely was drinking, I'm sure, before 21. Not out in the public setting, but everybody had a drink or two at the house or attended a party where you, if your parents was like my daddy, say, now, y'all, if y'all going to do this, y'all ain't leaving this damn house. You're going to sit your asses right here and you ain't leaving the house. So I'm sure I ain't the only one that's been in that situation. I will neither confirm nor deny my personal experiences, but welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 21. I am your host, Kiara, and with me is my lovely co-host. BJ, the daddy. He is the daddy. I am the daughter, and this is Daddy Daughter Dishes. So, Dad, how has your week been? It's when we're recording. It's August 1st. It's a new month. You had time to reflect on the previous month. Any, any, any changes? Any, any revelations? Any new foundings? Mm. I asked you a two-part really not... question. First of all, how's your week? Uh, yeah. Let's start with that one first. Um, week's been uh work weeks. I mean, it's I mean, it's just what this is Tuesday. We're going into Wednesday. So the work week has been, as far as work is concerned, the work week has been pretty cool. Uh, we've been pulling wire all week at work so far, uh, doing some interstate crossings, which can be pretty damn nerve wracking because the traffic, we we don't really stop the traffic. We sometimes do rolling stops where we get the police and traffic control to kind of hold up traffic for a while at a slow pace while we like get ropes or cut down wire over the interstate. Um, We had, what, what else? Uh, Yeah. Work's been cool. Can't complain about work. It's not as hot. It's not been as hot this week as it was toward the end of last week. So, I mean, it's been cool. Um, uh, Like we kind of touched on or Mari made her, guest appearance, a little cameo appearance last week. She's still here in Evansville with me. Um, and she, poor baby, came down with strep throat over the weekend. I heard. And uh, yeah, so, you know, you know, you hear single parenthood. I've only had Mari for a little bit over a week. 
Mm-hmm. I already have a soft spot for oh, this is interesting. In that situation, to hear what you're gonna say. But when you're like, um, let's just say a father, a working father, like my myself, and you get your child, and it's just you and her, and she gets sick, and you still got to go to work. Like I've experienced that when you know, when I was married to your mother. And she's trying to juggle stuff, you know, we, you know, but this, this, um, single parenting has this situation with her getting sick over the weekend has opened my eyes even more so than they already were. I mean, I know the challenges that some of the challenges that come along with, with, with being a single parent, but when you dealing with it firsthand and you're trying to, you're trying to go to work. Uh, I mean, she's 15, so it really wasn't a big deal for me to leave her here at the apartment by herself, but she was sick. So, and we, we went to the doctor. I took her to urgent care on, on Sunday, knowing in the back of my mind that the pharmacy, by the time we got out of there, the pharmacy was going to be closed, but we kept our fingers crossed. We got in there, got, she did the strip, tests and all that. The When the doctor looked at her throat, she was like, oh, it looks angry in there. So she automatically knew that that's what it was. And she hurried and prescribed the medicine. And we got to Walgreens and the pharmacy was closed because it was Sunday evening in Evansville, Indiana. And so Monday came and Mari was, she was having a bad time. Poor baby. I felt so bad. I I wanted to <clears throat> take off work and just be here with her, but she was still contagious. So at the same time, I didn't really want to be nowhere around. <laughs> that sounds so terrible, but hey, <laughs> ain't no need both of us being sick. But uh, anyway, uh, yesterday I had I was able to um, uh, summon the help of our off- office administrative assistant. While I was at work, she was um, I gave her all the information she needed to go and pick up Mari's meds while I was mm. at work. And uh, she she dropped brought, dropped them off here at the apartment and we got her going on her medicine and shout out to Angie for helping me out. You're a lifesaver. Uh, really appreciate that. And um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I say all that to say that, you know, you single parents out there who do it full time, I take my hat off to you once again. Like I got a soft spot for single moms anyway, because they they, they are dealing with a lot, you know, in, in being like, quote unquote, mom and dad. But like I said, being having her sick and this is my first experience in this situation as a single dad. Like, and it's, 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 quite challenging trying to juggle all that. And like I say, I by no means don't have the answers uh, for single parents. I'm just giving everybody a little taste of what I've experienced, you know, and having a sick child and trying to go to work and make sure she got what she needs and everything's in place where I can stay focused at work because I don't have the kind of job that I can afford to be distracted, you know, so it's mm-hmm. it was tough. So I again, my hat goes off. I got a, a, a even more profound respect for people in that situation. But other than that, 
uh, that's all I really got going on. The weekend was cool. Like I said, been having Mari um, put in the real Mrs. Jones, uh, Gator Jones and the real Mrs. Jones came to Southern Illinois. We spent a uh, night with Rodney and Felicia. Uh, I think that was Saturday night, Saturday evening. And uh, we hung out with them at their house, had a good time. Um, other than that, ain't been really much going on. Y'all went to see the Barbie movie, didn't you? Oh, I did. We did. Last Wednesday. Mm, Excuse me. Mari wanted to go. So we was, (laughs) it's funny. I'm glad you brought that up because I ain't been much of a movie gore here recently. But the last two movies I have seen have been chosen by Baby girl, Mari. Cocaine Bear <laughs> and, the one and be- Barbie. The cocaine. Yep. The cocaine bear and Barbie. And I was when when she said she wanted to go see Barbie, first of all, I was shocked because I didn't think that Mari would want to see that movie. But we did go see Barbie. And I kind of got in a little, I went down a rabbit hole on social media when I after after the movie and I ended up on I don't even know what page it was but I just went on there and said that the movie was hard to for me to watch it was hard for me to watch because the fucking Kens were so annoying they were just annoying and somehow or another I got these posts on the on my comment about well, you, it was hard for you to watch because you and others, that's how y'all been treating women for centuries. And I'm like, wait a minute. I said, wait a minute. I've, I'm, I said, I've raised one daughter to be independent and to rely on herself and not to be dependent on no man or attach herself to no man, you know, and I'm working on doing the same thing with my other daughter. I said, I don't necessarily view women the way you think that this movie views those kids as the way current. I said, and first of all, and again, I don't even see that correlation. Like mm-hmm. I, that, that is not why it was annoying. The kids were annoying to me. The kids were annoying because they were just fucking annoying throughout the whole freaking movie. Like they were just annoying. <laughs> it had nothing to do with how I portray women or how I view women. I don't know if society views women that way. If they do, then yeah, society has a fucking problem because the kids were fucking annoying. It was just sickening to me to watch them in that movie, the way they were acting. So I just didn't get it. The, I, I just didn't get it. And uh, it was another point I was going to make, but I kind of lost my track, train of thought behind the kids. Oh, yeah. the I told some of those, I guess they were women who were who were coming at me on there. I said, you know, I you know, we live in a society where maybe they do portray women or girlfriends in a negative light. I said, but women are changing that. And I applaud that. I said, but I said, I wonder if, you know, the households who raise up the, their daughters to be these princesses and and have them thinking that a knight in shining armor is going to come and save you them and rescue them. I wonder if if those households, those people that do that with their daughters, 
are they are they uh, accepting any accountability for this? Because and from where I sit, that plays a major role in the way women get treated, like in inside of those households and in that family dynamic. Yeah, those girls are looked at as princesses and they're raised that way. They're they're told that, you know, they should do this and shouldn't do that. And but when they leave the friendly confines of that house or that household or that family and get out in the real world, they get smacked in the face with reality because for the vast majority of women, life just don't fucking work that way. You know, it's, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate if anybody's out there being negative towards women, you need to check yourself because the women are some amazing people and they should be celebrated and respected as such. Period. And, uh, I tried to make that known in that in that post. Those people were they were kind of getting on my damn nerves. <laughs> you broke my number one rule of social media. You don't comment on anything. <laughs> you don't comment on anything. <laughs> You know, read I mean, the comments, anything viral. No, if it's got more than 100 comments, I'm not commenting and I'm not reading those damn comments because somebody <laughs> is going to have an issue with what somebody say, no matter what you say. You could say, I really like the pink that Barbie had on and somebody would be like, oh, somebody. so you didn't like the pink that Ken had on? <laughs> oh, you didn't like the pink that hey. the black Barbie had on? <laughs> It's oh. funny. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because I one of my posts in the in my thread was, um, what did it say? Something about you know respecting women. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate women for being women, and I think everybody should do the same. And sure enough, this lady come over there. How about appreciating women for being humans? And I was like. You know what I said, you know what I said, you know what society has an issue for treating men and women as humans. But yeah, you're right. Treat them as humans. And I left it at that. She never replied. So I kind of figured I snuffed her out. I can't say, you know, I, I had I had a habit, not a habit, but I used to enjoy going into, you know, platforms and threads that. People were um, thinking differently than I years ago. I that used shit to do will that a lot. age you and have you hating everybody. That's why I avoided no. like, the plague. It is, yeah, because you start being it, like, oh, people really it. think like this. Like, are you you really reaching for this point? You gonna die on this hill? I went into it. I went into it with, on with a different attitude. A lot of it was just entertainment for me, like, you know, because that's the thing. It was entertainment for you. But some people love some people. That's their life. They love doing that. They live for that. Oh, I just drag. You know, you just told me this story. It's a woman somewhere (laughs) telling a group of some people, some women in a circle. Yeah, I dragged this misogynistic black man on Facebook. And he has a podcast. This is true. And I say we go rate his podcast one star and tell him not to fuck with women ever again. You don't want to go get us put off the dead gum, uh, the airways, because you don't you don't hold no punches when you start talking about people. Oh uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm glad y'all went well, yeah, to the movie was, though, because well, I haven't seen it. 
I haven't seen it. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Mari says she... I don't know. We had moments in that movie where Mari would look at me with like, what was that? And I would be looking at her the same way. I'd be like, what the hell was that? Like Like adult suggested themes? Absolutely. Like when when Barbie made her way to the real world from Barbie world (laughs) and she, because in Barbie world, the construction workers, you know, they is hello Barbie. Like everybody's like hello Barbie. Hey Barbie, she what the fuck? The yes. <laughs> yeah, so the dudes, and then Barbie, Barbie was like, so Barbie didn't really get it at first. She was trying to process, it and then she was like, "Well, I need so, to the." I, she didn't say these exact words, but she was like, "Well." I, I don't really understand what you're saying, but I need to let you know that I do not have a vagina. And I was like, wait, what the what? hell? I guess because she was a real life Barbie doll. She didn't oh, have a vagina. Oh, Barbie. <laughs> oh, Barbie. Yeah, it's just plastic And I was down like, there. oh. Yeah, it's just so plastic. That part was, it had, a, it had a couple of moments. But like I said, the, the annoying part for me was, I just didn't like the kids. They all were just weird to me. I I don't know. It was just too much going on with them. Well, I never had male dolls because what's the point? I always had female dolls. So I, I, I like what you say. You said what now? I said when I had dolls, like when I played with dolls, I never had male oh, dolls. Doll. Like I never had, oh, I never okay. wanted a male doll. I didn't want to play a man. Right, right. Stinky then. So. You had dolls? I don't remember you even having no dolls. I had dolls. I had brats. I remember you having Blue's Clues, a puppy. Spike it up. Spike it up. Yeah, yeah. Blue's Clues. I, I had dolls for like two years. <laughs> you know, mommy didn't used to buy me dolls mm. because we could never find black bar, black dolls, and she wouldn't buy me white yeah. dolls. No, we wouldn't. That was like, yep. ain't, ain't my white dog. Like, and I know. thought that was so weird, but like, I get it now. But back then, I was like, what is the big deal? Like, I understand, but I want to play with Barbie. Um, <laughs> but y'all was the ones with the money. So, I, you know, my work didn't carry much weight. Hopefully, we, hopefully we didn't stunt your creativity or mm. or social growth with doing that. No. Because, you Maybe know, some people say, like, you know, we don't, mm-hmm. we didn't necessarily celebrate Christmas. And they say, well, why are you steal the the imagination and the so-and-so about Santa Claus from the kids? You might hurt their creativity and their imagination. I'm like, man. You talking to somebody with a pretty so. big imagination. I know, right? Yeah, I think how, how was how was your How's your week been since? How was your weekend? What did you and Siege get into? My weekend, my week been pretty cool. Um, last week I like I was talking about my eye, my eye still messed up, still got this dot in it, but it's healing. Um, so mm-hmm. been dealing with that, and people giving me funny looks, like, "Do you know you got a red spot in your eye?" And I'm like, "Yeah, just ignore it. It's nothing." No shit, sure not. <laughs> um, went to the doctor again to do a weight loss treatment consultation. Um, which was basically her just telling me, oh, eat these foods, avoid Coke, Coca-Cola, um, you know, get mm-hmm. in some exercise. Mm-hmm. 
And here's some medicine that you already kind of take that will assist in that. Plus, you already take all these other meds that I was going to recommend. So I was like, I'm going to actually listen to her this time because I my knees need to stop hurting and I do need to lose a little bit of weight. So I've been doing um, like 6 a.m. morning walks. I've been waking up at 6 a.m. and just walking around my neighborhood, which is like a mile mm-hmm. and a half. Um, so that's mm. been fun. It's been like nice you quiet and time. Mm-mm, just me. Oh. Just me. Get get that walk in and then get my day started. But in in addition to that, I'm also doing like a you heard of the keto diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm doing like a keto-ish diet. I'm um avoiding carbs and added sugars. Um, having to cut back on a lot of starches like potatoes. Mm, I know that's killing you. I mean, you know what she do? You know what she told me when she said, "She said you got to cut back on starches." And I said, "Oh no, I love potatoes." And she said, "You know what's a good a good replacement?" And I said, "What?" And she said, "Cauliflower." And I looked at that doctor like, "If you weren't my doctor." I would have some bad words for you. She was like, it's all in the seasoning. Just put some butter and some seasoning and you got mashed cauliflower, but it tastes like mashed potatoes. I said, all right, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to take your recommendation. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I've been like testing out different meals, been Googling everything. Is this keto friendly? Is this keto friendly? And I mean, I have lost uh, six pounds. So Something's working. Hey, right. That's, <laughs> and that's I, fantastic. And I haven't been drinking, like I said, I haven't been drinking Cokes, been drinking this thing, like filling it up like five times a day. Got to pee like a racehorse every 30 minutes, but. That means your system's being flushed out. Hey, I appreciate it. Um, is it, and, is it water? Mm-hmm, ice water and a little mint. My favorite mm-hmm. kind. Um, and then this week at work, my manager, our quarter wrapped up uh, at work. So my manager let me know that I had the most praise from my colleagues this quarter um, on my team. Okay. So I thought that was I that thought seems that was to be a recurring dope. theme. That's pretty awesome. You know, I do what I can for the folks. They they give me pats on the back and I don't really be doing nothing. That's the thing. I just be like, yeah, I can I mean, make time for you. You be doing you. I, I'll treat you, you like a human you. being. Yeah, I'll be doing right. me. And I today, actually, I spoke on a panel of over with a, a hundred people. It was a virtual panel um, about life post-grad and what that looks like. And it showed me that, like, mm-hmm. I'm the old head now. Like, I'm really yeah, the old head. Yeah, you can't be 25, <laughs> man. Yeah. You're the OG, I'm, not the old head. You're the OG. I'm the OG. Like when I was in college, I was looking at people like in their mid twenties, like, wow, you know, I can't wait till I get that age. Like they have it all together. Hey, look at you now. Look at you. And here I am. Look at you now. But hold it on. I'm holding on. I ain't got it all together, but I'm holding on. You're doing more than holding on. You're doing fantastically. Is it? I heard some. I read some. Uh, a few days ago, it says, never forget that the things you have today 
are things that you prayed for in the past. I saw something like that too. And I let that sit on my spirit. I was like, you know what? That freaking makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you trying to do some positive shit with your life. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not, I pray you for, probably don't understand. It. I prayed for patience and I've got that. And I've prayed for a... <laughs> I've prayed for a slower processing um, brain or faster, no, slower processing brain or slower processing mouth. I want my brain to process what I want to say before I say it because I I Mm. get that, you know, you ain't got no filter a lot. And I'd be like, it's not always intentional. Sometimes it's already out my mouth before I can process whether it's before something you, I should be saying. And I'd be like, mm. Sound like your TT. Terrible. But yeah, that's that was my week. Um, shout out to my friends, Alana and uh, uh, Parker, their son. They had a healthy delivery of their baby boy, Preston. He was born... Okay. Don't give me the line, but he's cute. He's adorable. He's healthy and they seem to be adjusting well. So shout out to them. I'm like, I can't wait to see him and squeeze his little cheeks. That's always that's always a beautiful blessing there. I've got a couple of my co-workers uh, are expecting new babies. Uh, my GF, he um, he wasn't at work today because he went. They went to um, find out what they were having. When Ooh. they have their new baby, so I, oh, I put so I didn't put money on it, but I told him it was gonna be a little girl because he already got two boys. Oh no, it's gonna be a boy. I didn't get a chance to talk to him this afternoon, so I don't know what what it what it's gonna be. He gonna yeah. have to top it off with that boy because then he gonna have to have another one because he gonna have to have an even number of kids, and then that one gonna be a girl. <laughs> I don't know. G Bunny say he might, he done. That's what he said, but you know. That'd be between him and his wife. <laughs> Keep that in y'all house. Uh, but yeah, you know, new month. Going into the second part question I asked you earlier. So new months. You know, people be like, new mm-hmm. month, new me. I don't really do that type of stuff. You know, I just be like, new month. Mm. You know, let's close. Let's uh-huh. maybe do some uh- things different. But what what are your thoughts about this new month? My thoughts? I'm you hoping it's so, right? as hot as it's been. <laughs> That's a good thought. Huh? I said you were about to say yeah, something. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> no, I was gonna I was gonna say that. I don't really I don't really do that. Um I don't really do that either. So I mean I I need I haven't reflected on what took place last month in my life as a whole to, you know, come up with a new way of maneuvering for this month yet I did um I did do some journaling this morning Ooh. which was something that had been it had been a minute or two before I, I uh made an entry in my journal so that felt good it made me a little lighter this morning going out the door I had to get some stuff out of my head and on paper that felt good but I haven't um I'm just trying to do what I do every month, every day is just be the best person I can be, treat others with respect and 
keep a smile on my face, try to keep a positive attitude and just, man, move through life accordingly. Because, you know, tomorrow ain't promised. So that don't mean you shouldn't set goals and whatnot. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get through the day. We'll figure out tomorrow in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure out tomorrow in the morning. That is hilarious. (laughs) We'll figure that out when we get there. We ain't worried about that right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you, a a prime example is like, you know, working and doing line work, working outside. We watch, we keep an eye on the weather forecast. We had a little discussion today about rain. Everybody's talking about it's going to rain. I was like, you know what? When you wake up in the morning, you're going to know if it's raining or not. <laughs> I don't get, I don't get to the point where I don't, I'm trying not to be like, too wrapped up in that kind of stuff. Yeah, because you shouldn't work yourself up because then you're just disappointing yourself or working yourself up for nothing. You, you create unrealistic expectations or irrational expectations. And when those things don't take place, we've talked about this before, then you then you pissed off and upset. And now you're yeah. walking around with a frown on your face and people don't even know why you, you're mean mugging. You don't even know you're mean mugging. People be like, well, wonder what's Can wrong with him. Your subconscious. And your nonverbals tell everything. Mm. Yeah, don't be in you a know, room with people like word. me because I'm a read. I'm a read it, and I'm be like, "Ooh, I need to stay away from them because they are giving off bad. <laughs> something is not right today. I am not going to talk to them. They ain't finna snap and pop off on me. <laughs> and I hope you have a good one, sir. Remember me if you snap off. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, that's uh, that that's kind of like my mindset. One thing that I has been trying to do this year is every month I have been trying to like start doing something and stop doing something. It can be super minor, um, but mm. just like a, ha- a a a way of like trying to form new habits without like jumping in head first because I tend to right. not. Uh, follow through when I do that. Um, So one of the chapters that I am closing after consulting with my business partners is I think I'm going to sell the photo booth company. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think that it's time. What? What? what, Yeah. What 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 made you come to that? Just in the process of going through that and examining your life and what you want to do different this month? Yeah, just kind of examining like where we all are in life and like what Mm -hmm. is what could possibly be happening within the next few years. I don't think that the time that we thought we would have to dedicate to the booth would be sustainable long term. And so Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be able to, you know, I like to give stuff 100 percent, like either I'm all in or I'm not in. And I don't want to half ass anything. Um, So I was like, you know, we had our fun. We did the events. We had great time. Um, But I think it's just time to just close and well, sell. So I'm thinking about selling the whole Brand name designs. Kidding Caboodle. Yeah. So that's one I've been juggling. Almost everybody, except I just told you, but all my other business partners, they were like, 
And we're like, yeah, I understand. Like, you know, because we all of us are just super busy and life just be life and you think you're going to be free one weekend life and then definitely be life. Then you'd be like, damn, we ain't got no free weekends and we just got to book it. Like we had got we had got an increase in bookings, but all of the bookings mm-hmm. were during a day where we were not going to be available. So it was like Labor Day, mm-hmm. our anniversary and mm-hmm. um. It was one coming up that like I'm gonna be at um we're gonna be in DC for. We're not we're gonna be in DC, so we wouldn't be able to do it. And so I was like, it feels kind of counterproductive to have this business and be turning down all these job offers. I mean, these client inquiries. And so we should just, you know, close that part anyways. So in here, you say that, you know what I like about that? What? Because, you know, some people would be like, some people would be like, you know, you got to you gotta sacrifice some things in order for that business to be successful. You're going to make money. You got to sacrifice some things. And I get that. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that you're not going to sacrifice the things that are really important in life for a dollar at the end of the day. Don't get me because- wrong. I know you got, you had a passion about the business. And and that, but at the end of the day, you start a business to make money. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that you and the business partners in had made the decision that you know what, yeah, if that's that's the right move to make, and that like you're not going to sacrifice your anniversary, you know, spending time with family and friends like on Labor Day weekend and going to D.C. Yeah, it's great that the opportunity to make money was there. But there are some things in life. There are a lot of things in life more important than making a book. Exactly. And I, I, I like that. Exactly. I like that. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Um, like, yeah, it's like I, I every now and then I kind of analyze like where my values lie. I'm like, what's important to me right now? And one of those things is really like spending quality time and enjoying the time that I have with the people that I love because like you said earlier tomorrow is not promised and so I'm I'm like so I'm on these new meds for my anxiety and everything and so I'm like really excited to try and be in these social situations like we're going to DC this weekend um for Carson's 25th birthday and it's just like it's basically Mm, like a big that's gonna be fun Big old gathering. You know, he got the weekend plan. We're going to be on a boat. We're going to a rooftop. We're going to the club. Like, and, and that's not oh, something man. I typically do. And so I'm excited right. to be doing it. And I, that's not something that I would be like passing on to take a book in. So, yeah, that's, and that's, that's like just me being like, I'm not the same person I was last year. And I was kind of hard on myself at first because I was like, man, you really you built all this up and like got, you know, people to invest in you and you only made it last a year. But I was like, I mean, everybody was like, no, you pretty much run the booth. So I understand if you say you want to sell it. I was like, all right. And, and you have to keep, you have to analyze what you just said too. You know, people invested in, in you. That's what the investment, the investment was in you, not the quote unquote photo booth company. The investment is in you. So, you know, from where I sit and I'm not just saying this because I'm your father, but 
I'm I'm going to invest in you. I told you a long time ago. You spread your wings, and I'm a I'm a, I'm gonna fly with you, or I'm gonna lift you up to fly. And it doesn't matter. Like there is no such thing as failure or anything like that. If anything, we just just shifting. You shifting because there's probably something greater on the horizon. Uh, because you never know. Like you go into a huge. So here's the thing about life. You you're basically you're you're stepping out of your comfort zone. Yes, to go to some social gatherings, you go meet some people. There ain't no telling, and you're not going there looking for nothing like that. But that's what shit seems to happen in life. Like when you're not looking for, you're not expecting it. That's what something might happen. Hell, you might find a buyer for the damn company while you at, you just never know. Things happen that way. Crazy mm-hmm. things happen. I shouldn't call them crazy, but the universe, ha- the universe has a way of responding to people who are genuinely moving with the right energy, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. nothing's forced. Everything's organic. Like and, and the, that energy is it gets reciprocated and you, it, there's no really no expl- explanation to it. That's just the way it happens sometimes. So yeah, man, it's, 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 uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be great regardless. So I'm Period. looking forward to the next adventure. Yep. I'm planning on just leveling up what I got now. Like my YouTube channel. I've been reading a lot of books lately. I'm on my like 28th book this year. Um, oh, wow. I've been reading like a book a day. When I say reading, I mean listening. I do audiobooks, but I listen to like a book a yeah. day. And lately I've been in my bag with the psychological thrillers. And so I've been like trying to intertwine YouTube and books. So we'll see what comes out of that. But that's enough about new uh, month, new mean, whatever. Let's talk about unidentified flying objects. You or, have all- uh, or um, what's the what's, hey, the, what's, what's the, this uh, alien off of American Dad, Roger? Roger, uh, <laughs> I forgot what. I don't know. I think it's yeah. Roger. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Roger. Yeah, that's let's his talk name. about his E.T. Name is Roger. Let's talk about E.T. Roger, and Roger. E.T. Ooh, so for those of you hey. who may not be keeping up with the news or you you sleep under a rock or you just don't check the headlines, uh, last week there was a hearing where it was testified under oath by um a, by by some top secret like the people that be in the movies that had like that secret serve that secret top clearance capability and they know all the secrets of the world supposedly them people say that the government is absolutely in possession of uaps not ufos but uaps what they call unidentified uh i should know i'm I'm Unidentified yeah, aerial phenomena. Yeah. And that sounds like some BS. There's they a just whole need to call it UFO. The, there's a whole committee that started last year. What well, is it? AA something. Um, anyway, yeah, like 
That's been a huge, if you've been paying any attention, there's a whistleblower out there, one of those top people that is coming out and saying that the government, basically that the government has in its possession some UFOs and some like some aliens, I guess. Non-human biological creatures. Non-human biologicals. Okay, we'll call them the real they's. Well, that's what we'll call them. <laughs> no, we will not. But but <laughs> and and, and the there the whistleblowers and others like him. There's been some uh, retired pilots, mm-hmm. uh, some high-ranking military people. Even some foreign governments. Uh, I was reading some stuff where Russia said they had so many encounters before 1990. A UFO hovered over one of their bases and activated some of their nuclear weapons. And the 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 uh, missiles that was pointed at the U.S. had started with their launch codes and everything. And this is an account from from one of those uh People and said, I like somebody trying to cover it. It lasted for like 15 seconds or something, and then all of a sudden, everything stopped, and that UFO disappeared, and everything went back normal, so to speak. But that was just an account that I read that kind of made me say, What the hell? Like, you know, you know, dealing with this government and some of the things that have taken place over the years, it would not surprise me. Because if if they're if they were to get their hands on, let's just say a UFO crashed or they shot one down or, you know, they just happen to come across it somewhere. They're not going to tell the public, mm-hmm. not until they get everything they can get, figure out about it to use to their event to copy. Or until you it's know, too late. So, yeah, they're not going to tell the public, not right off top. You know, it's just, they're mm-hmm. going through all this now, just in the people's, their whole motivation is that the government has it and the people should know. And they don't feel like, they feel like the government should be releasing this information to the public. What is the ignorant ass public going to do with the information? The I mean, you got a section that's going to say fake news. Yeah, you going to have a section that's going to give them tax crazy. breaks. Yeah, yeah. they gonna be foreigners. So, don't let them in. Build a wall. Don't give them no. Don't give them no welfare. God dang it. They, We're feeding enough people that don't jobs, deserve to be fed. Damn it. They gonna take our jobs. But now that the the, I think there's a certain amount of fear associated with it because the word is that the technology that they do possess. In, in some of these UFOs is is far more advanced than anything Way that far more exists advanced. on this earth. So yeah, there was a there was a, a story. David Fravor, a former Navy commander, said he and three fellow military pilots spotted a white tic tac shaped object in 2004 hovering below their jets. Um, he said that they saw it and then it vanished only to appear a few seconds later, 60 miles away. So he said the technology that we Mm. face is far superior to anything that we had. And there's nothing we can do about it. Now that's, that's, that is 
that's very fearful. But I also think that says a lot about us that we think that you know that they they care about us. You know, they want to hurt us because we are something to them. You know, we think we are. We think we are. And like, I absolutely believe that there are there's something else out there. I don't know what. I don't know who. It's got to be. You know, I used to have this. (laughs) You used to have a friend. I used to have this theory that. Okay. That like. God was like a basketball team and we were like his fans. And so the earth was like his fan base. Now, I don't know who the other Mm -hmm. gods were supposed to be in my mind, but I imagine that there were other worlds that had other fan bases. So like other other Mm -hmm. um, spaces and other galaxies and other planets. I'm like, we just go harder. You know, we just love our God so much. And we, you know, we the number one. We put him on top. Like, everybody else is below us. And that was my theory for a while until I read the Bible. And I was like, oh, that might be blasphemy. Let me not think that anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I still think it's I still think it's something out there. God, ain't, I don't think he built that whole galaxy just, just to put us on this little ass circle. I mean, if you think about it <laughs> rationally, I mean, all we know is, quote unquote, human beings. So it would be very uh, difficult for the average person to wrap his or her head around the idea of being, you know, a different life form other than humans. But if you look at the big picture and you think about the solar system, the different galaxies that exist, like there is no way. If you look at Earth from a picture in space, it, we're like a, a blip. We're not even a blip on we the dot. We are a speck and of dust. To me, it just it just would make sense if there was different life forms out there that exist. Yeah, I, I mean, feel I, like- I don't have I don't have any fucking proof of anything or, or anything like that, but it would not surprise me. Would it be scary as hell? Hell yeah, it'd be scary as hell. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'd be like, oh shit. Yep. It, all the things we thought. I bet, aliens, like, I bet they would come and they would be like, y'all, we've been watching y'all and we see y'all going through some stuff. So we come in to help uh, restore y'all's planet. Um, because what the hell? This is ghetto. Like y'all need to do better. And we would be like, and what would we? And what would we, we do? Pa- point we every fucking missile and gun. <laughs> God bless like, America. We no gonna have World War Three against the damn extraterrestrial, extra damn. I can't even say it. Damn ET and and and, and uh, Roger. But yeah, alien. If if the. If the if if there if the technology that the government possesses is far more advanced than anything that exists on Earth, what the hell are you gonna do if they if you do you know do a strike against them, or if they make up their mind that they wanna you know take well, you what, out? Shit, I, I, mean, must, I guess you got fight. S- shit, my pants. What? <laughs> 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 
I don't I don't mean you per Look, se. I'm talking about well, like the, the different the world governments. The world governments. Oh, well, I'ma still shit my pants because they they probably ain't gonna do nothing for me. Be, <laughs> and it's gonna be some people talking about fake news. That's not real. And I'm be like, yeah, all right, whatever. Go, all right. Yeah, and them, yes, just go. Them ahead. same people take me with you. Them same. Them same people are, are, you know, those same people or that same sector of people have given that orange person a 50 some odd percent lead. Well, he got I saw a, a poll for the like Republican presidential primary. Mm-hmm. It was an early poll, but it was like this motherfucker had fifty-seven percent of the po- registered voters that were going to vote for the Republican primary, and the next person who was the Satan, he had like seventeen percent or some. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a a huge lead, and you know they say don't pay attention to the polls, but you can't ignore that shit because that base. His base is rock solid. They don't care. Hey, if they, he, some, they some, they some, they some, they some true supporters. I give you that. They real hey, fans. That dude, that dude could go in in broad daylight with a gun in Times Square and shoot somebody in the head and turn around and tell his base that wasn't me, and they'll I didn't believe mean him that. and will support him. They'll double down. Their support or, for him because that's what they're doing. He, they'll be like, he did. He was shooting someone that was supposed to be a terrorist. He was protecting his Fourth Amendment right. He was protecting. He was protecting. I ain't say the right amendment. I think it's the second. Was is third one of them Probably. amendment? Mommy gonna kick my ass. I should know this. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. That's. Which amendment? Which amendment were you trying to? Was it the, fr- the right the, to bear uh, arms? Right to bear arms. Yeah, that's your second amendment. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's, I a, got that's you. a very controversial <laughs> one. I did not major in history nor government. I was a calm student. I can yeah. Um. So, uh, what was we talking about before you said the orange? Before we were t- talking about the orange man, we was talking How about we the, talking the, about the UFOs and. You said something about we was talking about the world governments and how they would probably um, just yeah. yeah and what the people would World say. War III and well, let's just hope we never have to come to that. In uh, aliens, if you can hear this, don't hurt me, please. Hey, we love y'all, man. Like, as long as y'all ain't trying to come and just take us out. I, I mean, saw we something got no say. problem with nobody. I said something that said when they come, we go, everybody just gonna tell them the white folks, just tell them everything that they done done. <laughs> they have been so mean. They probably be like, they we know. already know. We was watching. That's what we they hear. That's what we here for. But um, yeah, so let us know if y'all believe in uh, what they call them unidentified aerial phenomenons. Or as we know it, UFOs and aliens. Do y'all UFOs, think that? y'all think ET out there riding in the galaxy? 
I hope they look better than E.T. because E.T. was ugly as hell. E.T. was scary. That was an ugly I would take one that looked like Roger. But E.T. was scary. I mean, Roger... (laughs) Roger is funny. If they like Roger... I like Roger. Roger. What if they came and it was like dogs? Like, what if they were your pets? You had a pet alien and they was just really smart and could speak to you in English and stuff. I don't know. I guess and I would probably want to learn from mine. Teach me some learn tricks. Learn as much as I could learn. <laughs> Teach me some. Teach me some tricks. Um, okay. Enough alien talk, though. But yeah, y'all let us know if y'all believe in <laughs> aliens. That was fun. I like that. Uh, and if y'all want to go down a rabbit hole, Google anything like UFO, alien related, and then Reddit at the end. There's you can go down the conspiracy theory uh rabbit hole. You can do, go down the UFO sightings, the paranormal experiences. Have a ball, but don't stay there too long because you will go crazy. All right. Now, yeah, I, I imagine you get lost going down them rabbit holes. I scroll Reddit when I'm in the bed. That way, I don't feel bad about the amount of time I waste. Uh, but there were some headlines that I wanted to <laughs> chat about. Oh, <laughs> uh, some recent okay. headlines. Uh, we can start with the small ones. Taco Bell. This is for my father-in-law. Taco Bell was hit with a proposed class action lawsuit claiming the chain advertised its Mexican pizzas and crunch wraps as having more than double the feelings that they actually do. And I just thought... <sighs> I love Mexican pizzas. And I'm not surprised. From Taco Bell? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't eat them no more because... You love Mexican... I don't know more. But I used to, like when I was younger. That's all I would get. Mexican pizza. When we go to Anna, Mexican yeah, pizza. I, so it's been... I remember when... When I used to eat Taco Hell a lot. Taco Hell? We, <laughs> yeah, Taco Hell. Um, we used to eat their chicken burritos. All the time. Rodney, I don't know. He, I think he got me and Pud hooked on, me and Gator Jones hooked on Taco Bell. This one, we was in like, we was like freshmen, sophomores in high school. We had, used to eat chicken burritos from Taco Hill. Then we had a friend, Cassandra Jones, rest in peace, uh, Angie's sister. She ended up, one of her first jobs was at Taco Bell out there by the mall in Cape. And uh, we would, man, we would, we would go, visit her at work and needless to say, she'd hook us up with chicken burritos and whatever else we wanted from Taco Bell. But I, it's been so long since I, why you say that was for Mr. Chris? Do he, do he eat Mexican pieces? Yeah. Well, Taco he, Bell? he used to, eat, I don't know if he still do, but he used to eat Taco Bell and he always talked about how he was finna go to Taco Bell and he asked CJ if he wanted some from Taco Bell and CJ was like, Ill no, but then CJ asked <laughs> Taco Bell after he had got his Taco Bell. So I was like, Mr. Right. Chris, that didn't make me think about my father-in-law. Uh next, have you seen mm. that? Have you seen this bear in China at the zoo that people are saying that the they bears were standing are really up, they talking about in bear was suits? It a, was it a person or was <laughs> Like, I think when the bear was standing up oh, and, and you look at his butt, <gasps> his butt, he could have, you could, 
Yeah, you look at his butt when he's standing up. It looked like his he, head. he like got a plumber's butt. Like you look like you could see a face in the neck of the bear, and the head <laughs> was like leaning over, like it didn't have enough stuffing in it. And I was like, I, I almost pray it's the person because I don't want no real bears to look like that. But it's yeah, the booty cheeks got me. The booty cheeks got yeah, me. That's what I saw. When I saw they thought they was trying to say it was a human, I'm like, yeah, I can see it. But then when he got back on all fours and walked off, I'm like, that's a fucking bear. That ain't no human. <laughs> got a plumber's butt. That just, yeah, he had definitely, had, yeah. He, he said, y'all just a picture of my people. ass. I'm insecure. Don't share pictures of me. Okay, and lastly, uh, yellow, the trucking company went bust. Man, I tell you what, I don't understand how a company that large goes out of business like that. And they Botched got acquisitions millions. and labor strife. Labor strife. Mm-hmm. Did you say strife? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, nobody, if you ain't, don't pay attention to the trucking world, you you wouldn't understand any of this. But Yellow Freight has been one of the largest LTL, less than truckload carrier in the United States for quite some time. And Yellow Freight, if you look at the equipment or things that go on as far as uh, employees, what they might gripe about at Yellow Freight, but their equipment is horrible. Like, it's too, if you go down the highway and you look at some of the nice-ass trucks riding down the highway, especially if you look at trucks like for companies like um, um, Old Dominion is a big trucking company, ABF, UPS, they got big, they all run a lot of single day cab trucks. So because a lot of them are like union um, employees, so they'll run from terminal to terminal. They'll pick up a load at a terminal, let's say, in St. Louis. They'll deliver it down to Nashville and then they might shoot over to Memphis. But when it get close to their hours for the day, they go to a hotel. So they don't they don't sleep in the trucks like like regular truckers. They'll Mm -hmm. go to the hotel, take their 10, 12 hour break. Get up the next day, do the same thing, go somewhere else, terminal to terminal. In yellow, their their equipment, their trucks, mm-hmm. with they their trucks have just been horrible over the years. It's like they never upgraded the trucks. And I was reading somewhere where they got so many millions of dollars during COVID. Seven hundred million. Seven hundred million dollars during COVID. How? What the fuck happened to all that money? Because they ain't buy no new trucks. I'm sure we'll, there'll and, be class and, and, action about some mishandling of funds or something. Because that just... Oh, they that, already... There needs to be a case study done on them. Because from what I was reading, it's the largest... The largest collapse in terms of jobs and revenue, according to the Wall Street Journal, in the industry. Yes, yeah, it was horrible. That's crazy. It and they employed 30,000 people. Like, like 30,000 people are about to be 30, out of jobs. People. Because and of poor management. There was a clip. They had a clip on that went viral. I saw it on Instagram 
where I guess a representative for the company or for the Teamsters or for somebody came to one of the terminals and notified the employees that they were probably not going to get their pensions. And he, yes. One guy, he was going off like he had been there for 30 years. Like, I cannot wrap my head around being working at some place for 30 years and then somebody walk in and tell me, hey, man, all this money you got in your pension, you're it's not going to get. It's gone. Because it's gone. I've been ready to kill somebody. I was going to say that would be the day I go to jail because I will feel like, well, what the f- have I been working for all these years? That's that that, that sounds like it's going to result in, I don't know how, but that sounds like it's going to, like, there's a big class action, I'm sure, coming out of this. Because you, you can't, it's, it's you, can't not, you can't not pay people their pensions, can you? Pensions are supposed to be protected, but this is America. <laughs> and in the business world, you got the, the, the business owners, and then you got his team. And then you got the employees. And if if the ship is going down, that golden parachute is probably going to be for him and his team. It mm-hmm. ain't going to be for the employees. So if if it, if if they get something out of it, the government has going to have to get involved. And mm-hmm. that's probably going to take fucking 20 fucking years. years. They'll probably be, be dead, dead before they even their grandkids might not even get a chance to see anything. And that's what's fucked up about this capitalistic society sometimes is that these people that's running these companies in the ground, getting all this government handout, a.k.a. welfare, they've misusing this money or whatever they're doing. It got to be misused. You're 700 million. How many years did, did COVID last? A year and a half. Like maybe three. Two years, maybe. Three they say years. it's still here. Okay, let's call it. Fuck, let's call it five. $700 million over five years. That's over a hundred and some odd million dollars a year. That's a lot of money. That is ridiculous. There is no way. There is that's no way that that's $1 million, that's 700 times, right? That's like having 700, <laughs> 100, $1 million bills. <laughs> Yeah, I, if they made those, imagine a one hundred dollar bill, a one hundred million dollars, a one million dollar bill. Yeah, that's that. That's what make people want to do bad things to people. Because now, like these people that work so hard, they're probably the bread. Because all all the truck drivers I know, they hustlers. Like they. They, you know, especially like my grandpa, I, I never really understood how he would be places he would be, but the man would be everywhere. <laughs> and him, it's him in that truck. And like, so I, I yeah. just, and how do you do that to people? Like, how do you, how do you put yourself and your company in a position where you can blow $700 million and sink your company like that? Like if, if I was a CEO and I had to take a pay cut in my executive board, had to take a pay cut in order to like pay some people instead of laying off folks, I would absolutely do that. I would be like, 
who can whose salary can we reduce a little bit to help these folks out? Because we I don't we don't need to do no layoffs. We got these people like these people know the company. I'm greedy. But these folks, Them greedy motherfuckers, ain't they don't care. They don't because you the thing the thing should be like for me. I know Yellow was a huge company, but how many people do you actually need to? Be in executive positions, making those huge, because most of them is just friends of friends. Like they and and they ain't really doing no work. It's like Mm -hmm. when you get to a certain point, it's just like you might attend a meeting every now and then, dress up in a suit. You know, you gonna go go to a meeting meeting, on company dime. Yeah, like it's it's at some point you got to trim the fat, and that that's all they did. It's probably the biggest PPP loan scandal that the country is going to see through freaking yellow freight because that, that's just wrong. And then to go back, you was talking about most of the truckers, you know, was hustlers. When you trucking, trucking and living on the road, it's a hustle. It's a hustle. You trying to maximize your time being away from home to make the most money you can while being away from home because nobody wants to be away from home and not making the money as a truck driver. So a lot of truckers, when I before me and even I know I remember Fari talking about uh he not being able to get hired by Yellow Freight when he started driving. Oh well fuck Yellow Freight. They wasn't really they wasn't they wasn't really they wasn't really hiring. It was hard for a black dude to get on. You know what I mean? Mm. Like and so that I remember mm. he said he did a driving test. It's amazing what karma did. <clears throat> he said <clears throat> he did a, a a road test for Yellow Freight back in the day, and he said the guy that did his uh, driving test told him that he failed the driving test because he didn't stay his tires didn't stay four inches from the white line during Bullshit. the driving test. If I if I remember correctly, I had to check with Junior. I remember him telling me a story about Yellow trying to get a job with Yellow Freight. And if you got a gig with Yellow Freight, it was a union gig. And you didn't have, your hustle was over. Like, you get those union gigs, you still work, but you don't hustle. Like I say, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, they driving terminal to terminal. If you got a good gig, you might, let's say your terminal was in St. Louis, you live in St. Louis. Hell, you might run out to Indianapolis and then back to St. Louis. You back at home for the night. And then, like I say, if you do an overnight trip, you go somewhere, you run your 10 hours for the day, you get to the next terminal, you drop the trailer, you bobtail to the hotel, get a bite to eat, get a hotel room, get your full rest, get a shower. You ain't got to worry about being in no truck stop. You get up the next day, you do the same thing. And when, when you got one of those kind of jobs in trucking, you had it made because, like I say, the hustle was over. You could still make that money. But you didn't have to wear yourself out doing that hustle, trying to make it. And it's just unfortunate, man. I I really that really that really hurt my spirit when I saw that. When mm-hmm. I saw the guy in the video going I, off about the pension the first, when I saw that, when I saw that, I I said to myself, I said it won't be two weeks and that and yellow will be done. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they closed doors. I think it was at um, twelve o'clock yesterday or day before. They ceased operations. The question is, who going to pick up all that business? Like, 
they hauled a lot of freight. Like, man. I'm sure Amazon going to find some Hopefully way to them, sweep it up. If they ain't already. Right. What was you going to say? Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that was, I was glad I wanted to bring that to your attention. When I saw that, I was like, cause I saw that video too. And I was like, I was like, ain't no, he ain't lose his pension. That's crazy. And then I did some research and I said, oh, he did lose his pension. Yeah. That's crazy. How, how are people living with themselves? I don't understand. Um, but yeah, I was, I'm glad you had something to say. I'm glad you brought it. I I actually, when you started talking about stuff in the news, I was waiting to see if that was going to be one. Cause if you hadn't brought it up, I was going to bring it up. Of course I was going to bring it up. You know, I be tuned in. I be tuned in. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Mm, Good topics today. Good topics today. That's a good episode for 21. Very good. Great episode. We have had a lot of good Wrong visibility on the podcast lately. Um, not oh, yeah? any, yeah, not much, not many uh reviews or comments to read. But we did have a uh, Libby DM me to say that she wanted us to know, although because we had a whole conversation afterwards. Um, she wanted us to know. She said, I just want you to know that when I listen to you and Mr. BJ's podcast, I talk out loud like I'm driving down the road with you both on Bluetooth. (laughs) And I said, we love it. (laughs) I said, I'm the one recording and half the time I forget stuff I said. So when I'm on my way to work, I be cracking up at myself. She said, I was listening in the bath this morning and was like, exactly. Come on. My husband came in because he thought I was on the phone. I know. I'm, so, um, I'm glad we could be your 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 uh, gossip partners. <laughs> I was gonna say her shower song. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad we could be your shower song. What you listen to in the car? I know. Uh, Rodney and Felicia were telling me over the weekend that they was uh, getting settled in there at the house in Sandusky, and they took the time to listen to the podcast catch up on some episodes while they were uh, getting themselves situated. And they was telling me how they, how we just have them laughing and how much they really enjoy uh, the show. Rodney, he speaks every time he talks about us. He, he just, he comments on how our bond is seen that you could just see the bond between us as father and daughter, you know, how it just exudes through, each episode and that love that's there. And that's something that I appreciate him uh, noticing and, and speaking on. Oh, yeah. that's cute. That's cute. Not cute. Mm-hmm. Y'all being cute. sweet and gushy. Yeah. You got a, you got a we got any, uh, we got a dear John. We don't have a dear John. He did send me a Facebook message, what? but that's, it's not about the podcast. We don't have a dear John. He's slacking. He was in, um, he was, him and, him and Adela was in Dallas. They've been traveling around the country eating and stuff. So he might have not had a chance to. uh, Well, dear John, please tell us about your favorite foods that you've been eating. Hopefully they keto friendly so I can try them too. No, that wasn't keto friendly. Well, damn. It wasn't. You ain't going to be able to eat what he posted. I can find some alternatives. You know I can't eat bacon? That's crazy to me. 
<sighs> but yeah, nope, don't have no Dear John letters. But if y'all are listening, we would like some letters. Uh, y'all can email us at daddydaughterdishes at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram at daddydaughterdishespodcast, I think. Ooh. Or Daddy Daughter Dishes Pod, one of those. Uh, look us up on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, wherever you can search for a profile, find us. Uh, like this video if you're watching. If you're listening, go on YouTube, find us, and like this video. Uh, that puts us higher on people's recommendation pages as well as podcast pages if you um, rate this podcast five stars as well. So, you know, just. We gave you we gave you an hour, some change worth of a good time. So in exchange, leave us five stars. It's like a tip. There you go. You know, you get in free, but we you could tip. We don't it's not required, but we gonna look it at you funny if you don't do it. <laughs> and it's greatly appreciated. Uh so that being said, do you have any further remarks before I deliver what I have for you today? No, I'm ready for the dad joke. I oh. feel like I'm gonna get this one today. You might just because it's it's it it's quite simple. I went a little. Is yeah, you'll see. All right, here we go. Let me get the, let me get it pulled up. All right, what do aliens spread on their toast? What do aliens spread on their toast? I don't know what do aliens spread on their toast. Space Jam. Hello. Hey, y'all be good. (laughs) If you can't be good, be good. It must be jam because Jerry don't jiggle like that. (laughs)